Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. This is Old School. Brought to you by Sand Hills Global. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. There it is. We are here on a Friday. Nice balmy day here in Lincoln, right? Hopefully the sun's coming through. We are old school. Old school is sponsored by Sandhills Global. Sandhills Global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales, travel support, software development, web design, and more. Career and internship opportunities are available at the Global Headquarters located here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Apply today at sandhills.jobs. You know, it's pretty cool. You got a big uh, company like Sandhills Corporation located here in Lincoln, right? Necessary. Necessary in a time where folks are trying to change their elevation and location. Right. Yeah. Just. Uh, <laughs> you know? it just. Uh, well, it's. And it, still hiring. So. That's the great thing about it. Um, you know, there's jobs out there, internships, get to experience. You never know where it can. You know, you can go from there. So you could be. Uh, you know, one of those stories that you start your career right here in Lincoln, and um, you know, Lincoln's a very good business oriented town and then uh, you got some really good businesses here run by good people so we appreciate the sponsorship so um you know and also to be able to uh like you said move on onward and upward um from here in lincoln you know it's all you know when you you know we just were talking about football you know you never you know i'm sure that just from the the naive mind you don't think anything like that exists here in in nebraska let alone lincoln you know from people outside of the you know, the state boundaries or have any like, uh, you know, knowledge about the state of Nebraska. And, and I think it exceeds expectations as far as Lincoln and Omaha, the amount of business and opportunity they have for these young kids that come here. So when you're, you know, when these kids are getting recruited, it's great to be thinking about, you know, all these other places and it's great to be courted. Right. But are you going to be coached and are you going to be able to, um, live your life after college football? Or if you're fortunate enough to go to the next level, um, place where you can be successful because uh you know football unlike many sports that you know it's you know uh very hard to last past two or three years regardless of what you do in you know in college um let alone make it you know from high school to college so you know when you're making these decisions you know and i'm speaking to any kid you know uh but you know, obviously local kids is that you got to think about the whole game and it's great to you know, if you're down in Georgia going in between the hedges, you know, or whatever they call it, or Clemson or Alabama and all that stuff, or was it Hottie Toddy down there in Ole Miss? And there, Hottie Toddy is in Omaha. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, oh yeah, it is now. But, uh, yeah, yeah, so you could get an unofficial visit. But, uh, like, USC and all these different places. But, ultimately, you got to make sure that you, you are getting off the plane and talking to these coaches with a, with a checklist or game plan um, for yourself. I think a lot of times – kids parents advisors they view branding nil where they go for whatever sport they're playing this is not just football is that they their only thing is thinking about making it to the next level well the numbers haven't changed right 
the 1% that make it from high school to power five of that 1%, maybe like 2% make it to the league. And then 1% of that 2% last past like three or four years. So the numbers aren't changing, but the mindset has changed. And so what I mean by that is like when you're making these decisions, you want to make sure where you're going to go to a place where you're going to be taken care of on and off the field, both short and long term. And your biggest uh, job is to show up. And a lot of times as a freshman, shut up and play. And, um, you know, then the rest of kind of take care of itself from there because it's hard for coaches not to play a kid that has all his ducks in a row, works hard and goes out and make plays. It, 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 there's not a coach out there and says, I'm not going to play that kid. Now, you might not be, you know, Ray Lewis, but you are going to play. You're going to have a significant role in our university short term and long term if you do the simple things. There, there was a uh, there was a tweet yesterday about uh, it was a high school coach who was kind of reprimanding other high school coaches about the recruiting process and saying that uh, you know coaches need to pass along and share the information that getting five thousand dollars out of twenty thousand dollars for Division One is not better than getting twenty thousand dollars for twenty foot out, yeah. out of Division Three. And saying that high school coaches uh, should do a better job of explaining that to young people, but when you talk about rec- the recruiting process, I don't know that the leverage has changed. I just think it's it's more transparent in how the business is being done. People, it's easier for you to find out about colleges. It's easier for you to sure. find out about players. It's easily uh, more easily. Yeah. So uh, that, yeah, that's. I mean, that's. Parents now have access to resources that they did not have 20 years ago. And you can you can really get in touch with people a lot quicker than like when I was like. Yeah, how do you, you find as, a coach as, while as a, he's on Twitter? Right. Okay. As a parent, you can talk to a former coach or former player or somebody that got recruited by this university, which entails should help you make better decisions and more um, thoughtful decisions in the short term, which will actually obviously will affect your long term. It's, it's actually the exact opposite because these kids going through the recruiting process, the only thing they want to focus on is what I, is like all the the bells and whistles in, in, the, in the peaches and cream. So think about it. So for the, for the upcoming juniors and seniors who are making decisions about where they're going to go to college, and again, not everybody has – Grandpa Archie Manning, you don't have Uncle Eli and Uncle Peyton, you don't have you know Daddy Cooper to to push and negotiate all of this stuff for you at the at that level. Like nobody at Nebraska has that kind of legacy, sure, in their space. But how do we deal with getting the message across about what the focus should be in choosing your school? Is it because in some cases it's a poor family who can of cannot afford the additional tuition that's not covered by what's perceived as a full ride? Right. So there's value in going to Division Three. There's value in going to Division Two. There's value in going uh, to FCS. How how does that get simplified for people who have never gone through it? And who aren't connected, right? Yeah, I don't right? know. I mean, because that's ninety nine percent of the kids being recruited. I mean, I guess it would it would fall on the uh, 
high school programs and the coaches to kind of guide them through it. I mean, I assume as being, you know, being a coach, that's part of what you would want to do because he should, if he's coaching these players in high school, you, you probably have a good idea on family dynamics and what kind of make, you know, what would be a big factor in them making decisions because not only you should know or have your thoughts on it, it's either confirmed or not confirmed based on you should have numerous conversations with them. Like I think a lot of high school coaches, and and this is just from my take, mm-hmm. is that once the once the clock goes four zeros, it's almost like their job's done. And okay, great, you're getting recruited. Good luck. Let me know what you're going to do so I can show up on signing day and, and be stand the, next, and stand to, next you, to you, wear the hat on, so I can go to the you know youth leagues and say, hey, I got DP or you know to you know whatever Virginia or something like that. So I think that's the best way to do it. You know. Um, you know, because there's not a lot of programs out there to advise people. I think a lot of people um, should I mean, see, should seek advice. And but a lot of times, again, but, but who these would kids, they seek it from? And what are they ask? like? This is you should. I mean, it. it the, the next fir- thing should be to to me, just like in 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 the athletic department. If you don't have your pyramid of what what the priorities are, you're still you're always working in the dark. As far as recruiting is concerned, and again, ninety nine percent of the people we're talking about don't have access or resource or any understanding for what they should be asking these coaches about and for their kid. Right. But (laughs) those questions are formulated off of based on what you want out of college. There's a lot of kids, I think, that work extremely hard to get that full ride. And a lot of them are just okay with – they're not trying to go and be the best. They're just trying to just be on the team. Well, it starts. That's the natural so, progression. So then your your idea. the first one, the first offer, the first full offer. For, for, so first, the first offer, anybody that says, hey, we want you to come play football for us. Then it becomes who who then checks the – like for me, it was who's giving me – and when I say full ride, I mean full ride. Yeah, I mean, but it just a lot of it depends on what you want out of college. If you're trying to go and and you want to be on the best team and you want to go and be on, you know, like say like, you know, Alabama or something like that, then what you're wanting is different than the kid that, you know, is like I want to play right now because I think I'm going to the league. So then he might have to go if you're not interested in going through Alabama's process of waiting, then you got to really look at it when Arkansas State is offering you a full ride. Or if somebody that, that say that they, you know, if they get, you know, a half a ride or whatever, or you're going to get have to, you know, apply for a lot of loans or something, and, you know, you're going to be the gray shirt or, you know, we only can do this much or you got to wait for your full ride, then you might have to be open to going to, like, South Dakota State and you have a year to, you know, show and prove, and then you'll be there the next year or somewhere else, so forth and so on. That's where the questions start. The problem is, is that, the kids these days ain't trying to listen to it because they they think they know everything, and the pe- a lot of times that's just replicated by the people that are around them, um, and that's why you see a lot of decisions that don't don't make it. And that's why you see a lot of kids that struggle in those first couple of years. A lot of these kids that get to college have not dealt with defeat um, or anything like that until they get here, because a lot of times you you know. You see it in basketball. You see it in, like, say, these seven-on-seven. These kids will be on from, like, say, like, fifth grade from seven-on-seven. They'll be on, like, eight teams by the time they get in high school. Eight. 
Yeah, which So then you've never faced you've never lined up and been with somebody that say like say like say like I started out like head and shoulders above like you, right? Mm-hmm. But you've been working at it. Well, okay, then maybe you're we're shoulder to shoulder. Well, the first reaction is like I'm gonna go to another team and I'm gonna still be that guy. You know you know what I'm saying? It's so, in that thinking and then you have to know where that thinking comes from. Exactly. Like where does that come from? I mean that's just the way I, I want to bring in, I want to bring in Mark Onwala because I want to I want to go in, in a different go in a different thought process. Okay, so Mark, let's say for the for the sake of discussion that your daughter all of a sudden becomes an elite athlete, like you noticed right away that yeah, she's we're, doing, we're on that path, right? Yeah. You're on the path, right? That she's doing something different than she's ever done before, than anybody else is doing around her in her circle because of your individual financial emotional cultural situation you have a list of things that are important to you and your child sure now there's nobody in the immediate space who's gone through the recruiting process or even in identifying that your daughter is special enough to be considered to be a college athlete right for you you want safety for your child Right, you want safety, you want comfort. You also know how much colleges cost. Yeah. So the first thing, the priority, the safety and the comfort, then take a second seat to the finance. And it becomes okay. Not only do I have the question of whether she can play. <laughs> You got to go to Jay Foreman and go. Okay, can you look at my daughter and tell me whether she's a college athlete or not? Yeah, and yeah. Th- that that's first and foremost, right? Is seeking out whatever resources are available within the town, right? right. Like within, that, that's the first thing I do within the space. And then there's the convenience of what's local to you, and then it becomes finance. Because I'm telling you, I can speak from my situation. My my mother said, "Listen, uh, you ain't going anywhere unless somebody's paying for it." Right, okay, yeah. how good you are. Yeah, I mean it's I mean it's or that, how much I mean, you that love goes it. into it, but that should be all like when you go on the recruiting visits, they should they 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 know whether they're going to offer you a full scholarship. They they should they should have a packet especially for you to whether it's loans or grants based on your individual situation or potentially what your individual situation. So say that again though because the, 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 there's there's meat and potatoes in what you just said. When you go they should have something specific for every single player loans loans grants, grants scholarships scholarships based on now on on your individual situation that could get and 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 I've had kids recently who who reach out to me just to, they're going through that and then you go wait a minute there's a difference between the scholarship the full coverage and the loan process oh yeah right so it's wonderful if a D1 says we're going to cover 50% of this in the scholarship. Grants will cover another 30%, but you need to get loans for 20%. Okay, that that's a sizable amount of money that right. I mean, somebody's is, going to be accountable for in the family. Yeah, especially if you're talking full cost of attendance and not just tuition. Right, because yeah, then, then you're talking about the other stuff. Clothes, money, me, like the other stuff. Right. So I think – Somebody's going to come along and put together a recruiting company that helps people decide financially the difference between going to Nebraska, 
um, Northern Iowa, uh, South Dakota State, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it, I mean, there, I'm sure the information's out there. You can ask people, you can ask me, you, or whatever, and, and, you know, whether you can sit up there and get on the whiteboard and do the numbers. Yeah. They have to be opening to listening and not hearing. That's the biggest problem. Yes. With whether it's the kids or people around them. It's it, these kids these days. I see it all the time. All they think about is power five or bust. Whew. It's not. I mean, heck, we just saw it last night in the NBA draft. How does the West Coast Conference have two guys in the lottery? Right. You had Chet, and then you had the guy from Santa Clara goes in the lottery, and he wasn't like some seven foot. You know, an, he wasn't like Ola, Michael Ola Candy. You know, out of no, he's six foot six wingman. You know what I'm saying? So he obviously went to Santa Clara, which is not even – it's below, you know, outside of the Power Five. And he went there, got his skills right, and did his – had the other guy that went to like a JUCO and then the G League, and he's from like way up in like Washington. Mm-hmm. He got drafted. So everybody has this thing, I need Power Five or bust. And then a lot of times when you th- have that mentality, you might make it to Power Five, but you usually get busted. And they don't understand – I mean, think about it last night. Just, just from last night, that we're talking about power five players from Chicago, from Detroit, from Atlanta, from L.A., who were losing out to guys who came through Canada, who came through <laughs> Serbia. Right, right. You got guys coming from anywhere, man. They bro, got New Zealand. Bro, they, I mean, they had two cats drafted from New Zealand. Listen to what I'm saying to you. <laughs> this, this stuff is changing around us and my head was exploding last night. I did two shows last night, and it was all about the change of of how business is being done, and people being reactive instead of proactive. Well, listen, when it comes to recruiting, when it comes to getting exposure and all the things in place, if folks will pay attention, there is an opportunity. If you would listen, if you will listen, I'm gonna tell you something. My grandma told me. I don't mean to cut you off. Okay, it's one of the best lessons or one of the best things she ever told me and it was all it was already the precursor because i was acting up she said you're gonna get this left hook upside your head and it was, i guess it was famous right now I, I i pushed the limits and i knew to leave I, i'll never forget because she was doing laundry or something and she'd asked me to do something and i said why i gotta do it she said listen here boy look me dead and she we used to call her Tootie, right? She's five foot tall, right? Barely, right? <laughs> right, but she's the biggest but, person, but, the biggest hey, force in your life, say, right? Hey, hey, they say that that, that uh, knockout percentage is right? like one thousand percent. Mike Tyson ain't got none on right, right. And I know grandma within reason. I mean, right. she did not, you know, obviously hit any of, of uh-huh. my uncles or any of that. Um, she said a hard head will make for a soft, you know what? Uh-huh. Yes, in your life, if you keep being hard headed, you're gonna fall on your butt. Yeah, you might get up. But every, you keep falling your butt, it's going to end up being soft no matter what you do. So it's, that's, that's the key. It is in all of that that the parents, the kids, the high school coaches all need to get a grip. And we'll we'll talk about it at 9 well, We're going to go in on the high we'll, school we'll, coaches. We'll, we'll talk about it at 9 o'clock because I want to get little, in. little knuckleheads yeah, out here. Yeah, I, I want to get into it. Uh, we'll throw it to break. We've got it. Mark will tell us what's up here get on the ticket. Because these high school coaches be bad. These high You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.